welcome to the Talent Brand Podcast by Talent Brand Alliance. My name is Will Staney. I'm the CEO at Proactive Talent and co-founder of the Talent Brand Alliance with my fellow co-founder. Hey there, this is Brian, Director of Employer Brand at Indeed and co-founder of the Talent Brand Alliance. Now, the Talent Brand Alliance is a community for recruitment marketing and employer branding professionals who want to connect with and learn from their peers both online and offline. We're here to talk and learn about all things recruitment marketing, talent brand building, and talent brand technology with the employee experience storytellers that do this every day. You ready? Let's go. All right. I am so excited to have Sarah Staley, who is the head of employer branding and culture at Realtor.com. We've got a little bit of history. We do. Are we going to tell people? Let's get out. Let's get out of the way. Should I be? Should I be here, or do you need? Should Should he leave the room? (laughs) (laughs) No. No. We had the amazing opportunity to briefly work together a couple years ago uh, there at 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 Realtor.com when I was there consulting. Uh, and, and at the time there, there was no employer brand. And so to, to see now that you're in this role and that you come from the internal comms team that we work with at that time is just, Mm -hmm. it's awesome. So I was just just so excited to finally meet you and get to hear your background and how you built this role at realtor.com. Life is good. I'm so glad to be here with you guys today. This is awesome. Yeah. So so glad. We're so glad to have you. Um, and and by the way, um, this conversation started on Twitter. I just have to have to uh, you know throw that out there. Um, this is such a small world in which we live, um, and it, there are so many open doors to having these conversations. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad we started chatting. Um, when when I asked, I was like, "Hey, we should have Sarah Staley on the show," and you're like, "Yes, yes, we should." <laughs> <laughs> Get ready, y'all. Let's do this. Let's so, do it. so what's, mm. so I know you're, you started, you're, you're head of employer brand and culture mm-hmm. at realtor.com. Um, but how does that work? What department do you report into? What are you working on? Yeah. So I'm, I'm the head of employer brand and culture at realtor.com. And I started on this journey here in internal communications, leading our, at that time, about four years ago, it was, it was a new role. Even that was a new role. And we really needed to invest in what is our purpose as a company? What is our strategy? How are we all on this journey together? How can we create those synergies in order to meet that success? And so it was just wonderful to be able to come in and start that internal messaging so that we could all move forward as one company together. But in my process, I realized wow, we, um, we've done a great job now communicating that internally, but that we can't um, sit on that as a secret. We need to tell people um, who we are and, and get them to join our team, which is exceptional. So as an internal communications um, leader and as now head of employer brand, I'm part of the marketing team. Um, I now report into the chief marketing officer and I dotted line into our chief people officer. So I straddle both rails, um, you know, uh, on ice skates, if you will, at times, but, um, it's just, it's, it's a family affair really, but I, but I do sit within marketing, um, and I see talent and the people as my, you know, portfolio that I manage. 
for those that don't know much about realtor.com, like, well, let's give a little bit of a background and why this role has kind of a little bit more important, right? Like, realtor has been around for over 20 years. It was mm-hmm. the place to go to find, right? And it's still one of the top at it, but there's been a lot of disruption in the, in the um, advertising world. And uh, it, you know, Realtors is unique in the fact that it really caters to two audiences, right? The realtors and all, and, and all the folks that service, but also the, 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 the people searching for homes. And, and to me, it sounded like, you know, you guys have been going through a lot of transition and moving more of sort of a sales marketing organization to a true technology firm. Um, how, you know, how has that played out as you've been kind of coming in here and, and building out the, the people experience? Because I imagine just over the last four years, you've been there that the people experience has drastically changed. Tell us about that. I'm so glad you asked that. And thank you for that. We, Realtor.com is a digital real estate company, and we play a leading role in the world's largest real estate network. And we have helped millions of people buy and sell homes over the past 20 years. We were a pioneer in digital real estate, and we bring that rich history and experience to bear as we embrace the future. But gosh, dog it, everybody's a technology company these days. You know, I hear people I mean, truly, every person who comes on the podcast or anybody's, anybody's, you know, LinkedIn identification these days is I work for a tech company. Well, of course you do, because that's what you have to be in order to be relevant. But we are a digital real estate company, and we pull talent to help you find the home of your dreams. And everything starts with home. Home is so much more than four walls and a roof. And I think that where you work should feel like home too. Absolutely. Absolutely should feel like home because you're spending a third of your life there, right? Um, third of your day, uh, if not more. Um, I, I think that's great. I think I definitely identify with the tech company first mantra, mantra. Yeah. Not sure how we, how, what the official way to say that is, but I, I feel like, Everybody's saying that. Oh, we're we're a tech company, really? Because yeah. I just ordered a pizza from you. I mean, that's, <laughs> like that's, that's everybody's saying that, and so uh, and so geez. it feels it feels like that's that's starting to become a little bit cliche. But because of your platform, because of what you do, you're connecting. You're literally using the technology to connect the people with those homes of their dreams, like you said. And so I feel like not only that, there's so many elements that you can pull from that to tell the story of what it's like to do that. So that's a great mission, right? It ties into that, that feeling of home, that feeling of comfort, the, the aspiration to be able to achieve that. I love that. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's been like this, this transformation too, right? Like through these acquisitions, I mean, you, you make CRM software for real estate agents and like a lot, a lot of technology mm-hmm. as well as the, the, the listing part of your business is, is not even you know close to what the full breadth of what you do now. Right. Like, so it seems like for the last few years, you've been focused really on what are we saying to our employees? How do we get them engaged? And now you're going externally. Like what was the, what was sort of that transformation at Realtor from a business standpoint that translated into this need for the role you're in now? Mm, How much time you got? (laughs) Um, About 45 minutes until. (laughs) Is it too early for a cocktail? uh, Um, Never too early. Never too early. Gosh, I just appreciate talking to you guys so much because it's wonderful to be able to put this employer value work in the context of the larger business. Mm -hmm. Um, 
look, realtor.com started out 20 years ago. Um, digital real estate. We're all working in an environment that in everything we do is just changing every day. A new, a new, a new tool, a new vehicle, a new, a new app, a new code. And we all are doing our best to stay relevant, right? And you know, it's it's such it's such an exciting journey to be on. Um, but gosh, dog, it really is challenging. We interrupt this podcast to bring you a special message. The Talent Brand Summit is coming up this April 21st through the 23rd at the beautiful Lost Pines Resort in Austin, Texas. If you're in employer branding or recruitment marketing, come connect with and learn from your peers in the talent attraction space. There are only 100 spots and they will sell out. So grab yours at talentbrand.org summit. Again, talentbrand.org summit. Now back to the show. Look, let me put it in context. American homes are the biggest asset class in the world. $25 trillion plus greater than all the shares on the U.S. stock market. And we get to play a role in that and help people find their place. And, and uh, you know, our hope is to remove the common consumer pain points and, and, and help people find the place that they're going to raise their kids and have dinner with their family. But, but as an employer, it's, it's really challenging because while the awareness of our brand is at an all time high and the, the, the market itself is humongous, um, we as an employer are not well known. And, um, and so that's really the nature of what it is I'm trying to solve for. And, uh, I hope I answered your question, but you're exactly right. We're trying to solve for people to find and sell and live in their homes as a yeah. consumer. We're trying to help professionals um, with tools that we provide so that they can best connect with those consumers. And I want to help you um, use our business and see our business as your home. And as your employer of choice. Yeah, I, th- I think that's great. And, and the reason I ask this is because so many other companies are going through a similar transition and thinking about talent in a different way and how to build their employer brand and share their culture externally. And, and you know, I just feel like the evolution that y'all are going through is just so relatable to most folks. And so and for, for some of that, maybe in an internal comm role right now, like how did you carve that out? Um, how did, how did you make that transition and how has it been different than some of the work that you were doing before? Well, I didn't start out in, in internal comms either. Oh, really? No. So I, I, um, when I started out, when I was in school and I wanted to figure out what I wanted to do, I come from this place of purpose-driven work. And I thought I wanted to be a politician. I thought I wanted to be, because I saw that as a public service. I grew up around people who were running for office or serving in in a, a giving space. 
you know, works of service, acts of service. That's and cool. I thought that that would, I thought it was great. I just thought that that's what you did. And I, I really thought that that was what I was going to do. Um, but I grew up in Arkansas and I grew up at the time when Clinton announced he was going to run for president. And I saw in my intimacy of being a resident of that state that the person who I knew and how that mission of, of politics or, or uh, purpose-driven work was really um, interestingly communicated through the media. And I was like, wow, I actually think that I will have more impact being a communicator, being a reporter. I started out as a reporter and an anchor. I then started to do PR for causes that I cared about, um, education, pediatric health. I did everything from PR, marketing, advertising, website development, portals, um, all within spaces that I cared about deeply. So you've been a communicator, an educator, and a storyteller. And it's, that's taken so many different forms. Um, with most of them being driven by a purpose. I love that. And, That's exactly right. And to, and to tie that back to your day job, right? Your direct deposit day job. Um, <laughs> what, what, um, speaking of zhuzhing, um, what, have you, what, have you, what did you do when you started, um, when, you started when, you went, when you made that transition from internal comms to yeah. brand and culture, what, what, what were the things that you had to zhuzh up? What are the, what are the projects that you've had to tackle? It wasn't easy for the tech space to translate. I, I identified with my own self-awareness that employee, that employee engagement in internal communications could be my sweet spot that I would find very satisfying and would translate yet again into work. And so that's how I got into internal communications as a vertical. And by the way, I love the fact that you came from internal comms because it the role of internal comms really does affect the employer brand and, and a company's ability to not just engage employees, um, but, as, but also attract them externally. Because if you, don't, if you don't have an engaged group, an engaged culture um, of employees who feel empowered, then that's going to come across in this transparent world in which we live. Everything is, well, maybe not everything, but a lot of things are external. Um, they they're they're seen, reported, leaked. However, you want to think about it, and so put I put on Glassdoor. Yeah, it, yeah. It put everywhere, tweeted out. I mean, 100%. there's so many different things that so many ways, so many channels now that people have to share that story. So that I love that concept, um, and so that that's obviously you know how you got internal into internal comms, and you know I'm curious about that conversation that you had. Like, did you seek out? the employer brand role or was that just a conversation that your boss had? How did that go down? I became very aware that we had a gap in our storytelling and we became more acutely aware as a business of how competitive we really needed to be, how more, how, um, Increasingly competitive, the market is for talent in all of the markets where we have office. We're in New York, we're in um, Scottsdale, we're in Austin, we're in Vancouver, we're here in Silicon Valley. And um, 
we're not the, we're not alone in those markets. And um, and the Facebooks, you know, Amazons, Apples, Netflix, Googles, the Fangs, if you will, they're everywhere we are. And um, it doesn't feel like enough people know who we are. And I got to tell you, let me just back up. When when I started to consider my own career path about where it was I wanted to go next, Realtor.com was not on my list. I had um, followed the path of I've worked for the U.S. government. I've worked for Apple. I've worked for Stanford. I've worked for VMware. I um, I've produced documentaries. I've been a reporter and most people would look at that LinkedIn page and say, okay, what's the next luminary brand you will be a part of? That's how I saw myself. I thought that it was sort of this reputational trajectory that would fall into sort of of a halo brand that I would continue to move into. And I hope that this isn't unpacking too much, but I, when I was at, in my first internal communications role, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And I took that time to heal and convalesce and to really think about, I love the work that I'm doing, but who do I want to work for? And who do I want to work with? And what is that going to feel like? And I sat in the offices of many, many of the CEOs that we and many on this podcast think that they want to work for. And they do. Many want to. But after I sat and saw who they were, I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it anymore. And our CMO and I worked together at Apple probably 12, uh, no, almost probably 20 years ago. We were green. We were pretty fresh out of school. And I knew on one hand that he was on a short list of people I admired as, as just great stock of people who do great work, but who are just truly impeccable human beings. And for me, that was important. Absolutely. And so I, um, he, we just stayed in touch loosely. But when I was trying to make a decision about what I was going to do next, the phone rang. And Nate Johnson, who's our CMO, love him. Love he him. hollered at him. me, love yeah. him. And he, he said, you want to work together? And I was like, really? I don't even know what realtor.com is. And so then he started to talk me through it. And I came in as a consultant. I came in because I needed to try, I needed to try it on for size because I didn't get it. I didn't know the story. And I will tell you, I remember sitting in our first marketing offsite shortly after I joined as a consultant in that time. And I was sitting in this room of these people. And I was like, where have they been? Where have all these people been? I'm in love. I love these people. They are true. Truly hidden gems. And I don't want that story to go hidden. I don't want that story to be hidden. I think that what we do every day is so intensive. And, you know, we've all been given these gifts to do work that that make other people shine, that make other people profitable, that make ourselves shine and profitable. And I think realtor.com deserves to have that story told. And so there you go. Fast forward. I'm in Nate's office. I'm like, I want to do this job. We need to do this job. People need to know about us. We want to be this profitable and sell this many houses by 2020 or 2024. Let's go. And I think, um, I think the reputation, I think the relationship that I had with 
the business, the relationship that I have with my boss, the accessibility that I have to my leader who is so open to personal development as well as market understanding. And also the fact though that I had, I had skin in the game and I had put in the time. Those are the ways that I got here. And Nate gets it, right? Wasn't he at LinkedIn for a while in the past? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and I remember when we were doing that first employer brand audit, I was a little worried, you know, going into the, the meeting with the CMO with Nate. And I, cause that's usually the one that's like, you're touching the corporate brand. Like, you know, it, there's a little bit of, you know, con conflict or friction sometimes, but I had in one in the first meeting with him, I was like, this, he gets it. I have an advocate. I have someone who's going to help kind of, you know, change things around here. And so finding out that, that you, uh, go in into this role and, and with him, it was just like, oh, it's perfect. Mm -hmm. It's perfect. Um, so tell me like, I'm sure the challenges since, you know, I was working with Nate a couple of years ago, before you're in this role before, um, has changed quite a bit. Like what, what are the challenges right now? Like what's kind of keeping you up at night? Um, I think a couple things. Um, I, I number one, it's a tough hiring market. You know, I mean, just, it, it, just simple. Um, it's a tough hiring market. Um, we're 2000 people in size. We're growing. We have eight different offices in um, locations that are awesome, but also uh, competitive. Uh, so being relevant in a space where other people may have uh, a little bit more golden fleece in their pockets can be challenging. Um, like many other who do, many others who do this job, I'm a team of one um, and rely big time on the relationships that I've built um, across the aisles. So I'm I'm largely anytime I'm doing my work, I'm pulling in internal communications and um, L and D in any conversation that I'm having, because we're a three-legged stool. Yes. We've got a piece of content and that content needs to go external through me for a brand. It needs to be a part of my employee ambassadors for culture. It needs to go to Tracy for internal comms for living and amplification. And it needs to go to Josh for um, talent acquisition, onboarding, leadership and development, and so on. And so, you know, it's, it's kind of like, what is your what is your core hub of moment or content and story and how does that radiate? So for me, it's creating those relationships, um, getting the story out effectively in those markets. We're also owned by a global mass media company. So realtor.com, um, even though it's a standalone brand and has incredible merit um, on its own, we're owned by News Corp. And it is a global mass media company, um, a veritable galaxy of brands like the Wall Street Journal, Dow Jones, HarperCollins, and we benefit greatly by this association, um, but we still need to shine on our own. And uh, that can be tricky. And, and I appreciate, and, and I, um, and I want to bring that forward because I know a number of times people who are doing employer branding are a part of an, uh, a merger and acquisition moment, or they're a part of a sub-brand um, and they've figured out a way to shine on their own. And so those are the things that I, I give thought to. Yeah. I bet that's, that's one of the bigger challenges. Cause I remember one of the challenges was in certain regions, you guys were called one brand difference, right? Cause in mm. Canada, you can't, you can't say realtor.com. And another challenge was that then there, you know, there was a company move 
that mm-hmm. owned Realtor and then mm-hmm. the holding company, mm-hmm. right? And so there's there's a lot of these different brands, and it just seems like you guys have put a lot of effort into really having the Realtor.com brand stand on its own and have its own unique, you know, employee experience and and uh, and employer brand. Um, so I, I could see how that would definitely be uh, a big challenge. I'm curious. Yeah. So. So when you're, you're part of this much larger organization, this media company, um, people who see themselves as marketers, storytellers, um, all of those things, right? Uh, reporters, documentarians, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, mm-hmm. um, were, were there resources, were there colleagues, uh, peers, mentors that you could seek out within the larger organization? Was there a relationship there or were you pretty much on an island? We operate rather independently. Um, though we do have um, connective tissue. Uh, we, we have enough talent and insight here where we also are able to shine on our own. Yeah, I, awesome. I, I, figured, I figured you would, but I, you always wonder, right? How do you, how do you seek out um, you know, practices and advice? And you look for the people with the battle scars, right? You, look, you say, okay, what have you done? What have you learned? And I'm, I'm curious, who's in the general space? Whose work inspires you? Like, who do you look to? for for ideas um you know and and we want we want some we want some names and addresses i love zappos yeah i love zappos and i i know that uh, i'm sure a number of people love zappos for other reasons uh or multiple reasons i don't know has anybody ever said that they love zappos on your show is that like the name that comes up all the time it's actually not um i think part of that is just because they went through a few years ago they went through this 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 big reveal where they got rid of job descriptions and everything was in their talent community. And then that was a great idea and it was, let's try it. And then everything kind of the leadership changed and, and then mm. they kind of like pulled everything back uh, very quietly. And, and, and now mm. it feels a little bit more traditional, but what they have, what they've had since then, since they were acquired, mm. is they've had that cultural element. Yeah, a cultish culture, right? And they're very clear on what that is. And they've tried different models of management, which got them in the press a lot too. That that is a company, I think a great example of a company that truly like craves and and gets like culture and, and they take it to the extreme and they are not afraid to test boundaries of how we see work today or how we see recruiting. And they would do it. And you know, sometimes it would work and it got them a lot of good media. And sometimes it would fail and it got them a lot of media. So no matter what, it, like, they just are one of those examples of a company that, that just tries out new things. And uh, they're well known for it. Yep, brave enough f- to try. I find honesty and I find the honesty of the Zappos brand refreshing. I do too. I find it incredibly refreshing. So our employer value proposition, our brand that we've um, just worked on and and we're unveiling now, and you'll start to see on all of our recruiting channels, the underpinning of that is you for real. So Y-O-U period for real. And the, the tonal attributes of that are, we want you to be authentic because real is in our DNA. We want to, we're going to show you, you know, show me that you know me. We're going to, we're going to connect with you. Smart, you know, it's um, hardworking, 
but bring your your brightness and your best every day. Um, it's like witty, it. witty and intelligent humor. Um, it's an essential part of our brand. I think that that's probably why I like Zappos a lot. Um, but it's also empowering. And as you're talking about Zappos and talking about how they're not afraid to fail as they've done perhaps most recently, um, there's just something great that comes from just getting to be yourself and, um, and not having to follow this very rote traditional, you know, sort of, of, of blessed speak and just showing up and saying, here's who we are and we're unapologetic about it and we're going to do great work and here's us eating pie and here's us working hard and here's us at Halloween and here's us in the community giving back. And, uh, I don't know. I just, I just really love the storytelling that comes from getting to be yourself. I like that. I think that's a really good uh, example. And uh, I, I'm really glad that you're, you, you're taking that viewpoint, mm. uh, into realtor. Cause that, that vulnerability, I mean, essentially companies are just a community of people towards one singular goal or mission, whether that be profit or it be to make a certain impact, but that's what it is, right? And so for so long, it seems to me that employers uh, in, in the, the previous economy where we were in, were pretty much just saying, you know, you should wanna work here and, you know, come on this train and we're the perfect employer and this is the greatest job you'll ever have. And, everyone's super smart, but then people would come over there and they have cognitive dissonance and they would go, wait, this isn't what I was sold. Mm, mm-hmm. Right. Because companies weren't being really vulnerable about this. There was totally, totally. like, a, like a wall up. Like we can't, we, everything, our culture and everything has to be stay internal. Right. But the social media, digital marketing, it all changed. Right. And now companies have to be transparent because if they aren't, their employees are going to be. And so I just, I think I love how you use that as an example to, to show that you're bringing that, uh, to realtor as well. That's awesome. So, but back to you, like, tell us a little bit, like what's something that maybe people don't know about you? Gosh, I feel like I've opened the kimono already. I know. I we got like, a great, right? Like we, we've we, been all over the place. We learned about how your how you got into that, pro- your profession, but this could be professional or personal, like just, just something so that when you come and join us for town brand summit, uh, in April, people mm. have a little bit of a background about you, uh, and get to meet you in person. You know, I, I want to go back to the fact that I started out as an import, as a reporter and I have seen that that has been, that has been how I've lived my life, regardless of the job, regardless of the relationship where I want to step into your story and step into that moment. And I may not be holding a microphone physically in front of you. But what I'm trying to take away is the essence of who you are and what it is you want to share with me. And I'm going to break it into a 30, 60, and 90 second package. And I'm going to apply it to my life and live from it. And I'm going to share it with other people. And hopefully they'll grow from it too. I love it. And, and I, I always used to say that when I was first getting an employee brand, it, I feel like the internal reporter um, helping take these individual employee stories that with each one of them, you start to see these commonalities that that tie in and validate the promise. And, and I that was at VMware, which you know we're both alumni from there. When I first built Employer Brand there, 
that's really how it felt. I felt like an internal reporter, mm-hmm. right? And so sure. the fact that you have that background is just so perfect because it really is that, right? It's validating that greater EVP through the individual experiences of employees. Well, you're a documentarian, right? Yeah. So it's completely. not you're you're a reporter, but you're also you're you're like sitting there with uh, Diane Fossey with the gorillas. Yeah. Right? You're, you're 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 immersed among the in the wild, and you're you're observing, and you're you're doing the things that that help you be part of that community, but you're also observing and capturing things. And because when when somebody comes in and and and, and isn't part of the culture, um, people sense it. They, they know it and, they're, and they behave differently. And Brian, I think in video. So for example, yesterday I was sitting with a woman having coffee and I was thinking to myself, God, I wish I had a camera like right on top of my head or over my shoulder or over her shoulder because I just wish that I could capture this soundbite and share it with people who are on their career journey and trying to figure out what's next. And I wish that they could have an intimacy with that moment in a way that would mentor them. And I just always am thinking about what is the video and how would I, how would I story tell this in a way? Um, and so I hope that as people are listening to this podcast today, they're thinking, I'm sure they're applying a visual context to who we are, but I just think that it's really storytelling is, um, Storytelling is about human connection. It's about employment. It's about, it's about everything. It's about so connecting I, with one another. That's well, right. Sarah, this has been amazing. I've got one last question because I, I, I must say, you know, this being the first time we've gotten to just sit down like this and talk with, uh, with our buddy, Brian, as well. Um, I must say, I, I, I find you inspirational in both of your delivery and the way you mm. communicate your story. Uh, you. And I want to thank you for doing that. And it seems super appropriate to ask you, like, what, what advice would you give yourself when you were starting out, you know, in internal comms, in this body of work, this talent brand field, and I, and I see internal comms, employer brand, recruitment marketing, all as a part of that. Like, what advice would you give yourself now with some of the battle scars you have today? Would you give yourself when you were first starting out with this type of work? I was talking to a woman the other evening. And she's a good 30 years my senior. And I was telling her um, what I was working on and how I really feel a calling to tell people's stories and bring these stories forward in a way that we can all learn from them. But I was feeling frustrated that I, even though I'm doing amazing work, I feel like I should be doing more. And she goes, oh, honey, I get it. I get it. You're working on plan B and you want to be on plan A. And I thought to myself, that's it. I wish I had known at the beginning that I'm going to feel like for a long time I'm on plan B, but we're all working towards plan A and you're going to get there. You're going to get there at some point, but keep talking to people who are your senior. Keep talking to people who are on podcasts talk to the people across the aisle so that you can do good work. Keep people like I did, like Nate, who I met at Apple 20 years ago, who are going to believe in me and see me and bring me forward in a way that he knows is right. And um, just know that you're going to keep thinking like you're working on plan B, um, but plan A, we'll get there. That's amazing. That's really great. And I think uh, it's, it's a, it's a good ending to a really great discussion and ties into 
this community we're trying to build with Talent Brand Alliance. And I'm, I'm so excited um, to get to have a margarita with you and get to know you more and, and your story at Talent Brand Summit Austin, um, our annual event here in the U.S., uh, in April 21st uh, through 23rd. Uh, and so I'm so happy that you're going to be a part of that. I mean, thank you so much for being here. I can't wait. Thank you. Yep, and if if we're all lucky, Will will pull you up on stage to sing some karaoke. Oh, oh come on! Oh, hey y'all, my um, if anybody wants to reach out, you can find me on LinkedIn. But my personal email, and the reason that you need to know this is my personal email is Sarah Loves Nachos at yahoo.com. and so I expect I expect there to be some nachos with that margarita. Oh, you got it. Okay with some Southern queso to go with it. (laughs) And some barbecue and some s'mores (laughs) over a fire pit. It's going to be fun. And lots of storytelling. Thank you all so much. You got it. Thanks, Sarah. Who inspires you in the talent brand space? We're always looking for new guests on the talent brand podcast. If that's you, or you know someone who has an interesting story of how they started on the talent brand path, we want to hear about it please reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, or email us at info at talentbrand.org. And don't forget to follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcast goodness.